I love Mr. Shark Game. All right, here we are. How is everybody doing today? We are launching our podcast uh, version of our channel. It's our channel. It's our channel. It's mine and yours. So we're all in this together, and uh, it's going to be an exciting journey. I'm glad you're along for the ride today. What I want to discuss are drivers. This is 2019. We're in February. It's it's really the beginning of the golf season is starting to come upon us. Although we're still in major winter uh, all around the country, and I'm in Los Angeles, we've gotten over 12 inches of rain the last few weeks. So it's been it's been a mess out here as well, and we're just not built for that type of t- type of weather out here. But either case, drivers are going to start flying off the shelves, and many companies are. Uh, coming out, they have come out with some new new models this year. So we're talking uh, everything. We're going to look at Wilson. We're going to look at Callaway, Ping, TaylorMade, Titleist, uh, King Cobra. Uh, these are some of the biggest uh, names in golf, and those who have released some great products, in my opinion. And we're just going to discuss some of the details, pros and cons, and what we should should do what we shouldn't do what's best for your game what's not best for your game and should you buy a new driver should you spend the money so let's dive right in let's let's start and then I'll give you kind of my my favorite uh at the end what I think uh and uh, of all the ones I've hit and checked out at the PGA show last month I I certainly have a favorite so I I will share that with you here as we go but Let's just dig right in. If you're looking for uh, a good driver, just start with Mizuno. Now, I love Mizuno products. They make some of the best irons in golf. They're not really known for a driver, but they do have their their GT180 driver, which retails here in the United States for about 270 bucks uh, at the time of this recording. And that's just a basic driver. It's got some adjustability to it, and they have some, uh, you know, different shaft options. So if you're looking for something just affordable and you like the Mizuno line, that's a good way to go. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt you too much, but it's certainly not among the highest level quality of some of the other brands out there. Mizuno, though, if you're looking for irons. And we'll discuss that another time. But they are among the leaders, in my opinion, uh, of iron quality. So, uh, but they do make other clubs too. So if you're a fan, Mizuno is a good, good product. Now, what about Titleist? I'm certainly a Titleist user. I uh, my whole bag is nearly all Titleist. I use the AP2 irons. I got the 917 uh, D2 driver. And I use their wedge line, their Vokey wedges. And I think the only thing I don't have Titleist would be my hybrid, which is a ping. And my putter at the moment is the XO uh, from Odyssey. So XO7, I believe. And so I'm a Titleist fan just out of the gate. And this year, actually a while, a few months ago, they released their TS2 and TS3. They really got to jump on the competition by releasing their product much earlier, kind of at the back end of 2018. So they kind of got a, they, they did get a jump start on everybody. So although they're new, a lot of people are thinking, 
they're they're older and they're ts2 and ts3 great i hit them both at the pga show and it's classic titleist look feel great options shaft off options different launch and uh, uh launch angle or uh, uh uh you know different uh what am i trying to say uh different degree angles so titleist has a bunch of you know they have their their degrees uh, of angles, and you could adjust that to some uh, uh, to some degree. And their TS2 has adjustability uh, in the weight in the back, but it's less adjustable than the TS3. The TS3 has that slidable weight that you can put in that back, and it has a magnetic end where you can flip the weight. So the weight would either be more on the toe or the heel of the driver, which gives you a lot more uh, adjustability than the TS2. So that's something to consider if you're in the market for, you know, for a Titleist driver. But now what's the cost here? This is always, always the, um, the challenge is how much are we talking? So that TS3 is retailing for about $499, and the TS2 is the same price. So that's you know it's a $500 club. So keep that in mind. And basically, all these manufacturers, their 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 drivers are in that $500 range. It seems like they're all on board with uh, charging us five large for a new driver. And that's a, that's a tough one. I mean, you could almost get a set of brand new irons for the cost of one driver. You know, you get eight ninety nine for a set of for a set of new irons. And if you want any shaft upgrades to your TS two or TS three, that's going to set you back a little bit more. I mean, I've I've used shafts that have cost four hundred dollars. So if you're getting a $499 driver with their basic shaft and you get a $400 upgrade, you're you're at $900. You might get $100 off for the shaft you don't get, but you're that's a that's hard to do. $800 for no I mean nobody's going to I don't see too many people doing that. But for 500, a lot of people are shelling out the cash for the $500 driver. So that brings us to Epic. Callaway's Epic Flash, which features that uh, jailbreak technology that they released a few years ago, which was a huge success. And it's really channeling and harnessing all that energy so you get the maximum effect off that club face. And then what they did was they introduced their AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning. So they had this computer learning over 15,000 iterations of a club until they came out with the best possible scenario. So it's it's just crazy how every year there's something better. And this will improve and things will get better. They'll, every year, they're going to come out with something a little different. This year... It seems every manufacturer was focused on uh, speed, F- 
faster ball speed, faster club head speed. Everything's about speed. You'll get more speed with this driver. Everything's going to be faster. And certainly, Callaway went in that same same model of speed with their Epic Flash. And has great forgiveness. I hit it. It looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Everything about that club is classic Callaway when it comes to drivers. And in my opinion, they were really... They're the pioneers when it comes to new technology in the driver space. And so every time they release something, it just seems to be uh, a little bit ahead of the competition. And this is certainly the case with Epic Flash. Love the look, love the design, love the feel, love the adjustability that they offer in their club. And again, it's just something that uh, is it's not going to let you down. And I really enjoy what Callaway does with, with that. And then you could go on their website, get your loft, get your, get your loft, get your shaft that you like. Everything is real customizable, uh, customizable. And, but you're looking at over $500, about 529 kind of for the, the the basic setup with that driver out the door. That is that's a lot of money. Again, it's even higher than the Titleist. I don't think it would be something I would purchase every year, but if you're buying a driver let's say every 3 to 4 years, then you're going to have to determine if this is the one. But if you're somebody who buys one every year, which a lot of people do, Hey, then it's just part of your golf expenses, and I get that, and I don't blame you. It's a beautiful-looking club, and Callaway did an excellent job, and I loved it at the show. One of my favorites. Was it my favorite? I'm going to tell you my favorite at the end, but it was certainly up there. And Ping, they have their new G410+. Plus. Ping also... they. And Pink, they do an awesome job with technology as well. They have some movable weights in here, some custom, uh, you know, locations where you can put the the weights so that you can hit a, a draw, a fade, or keep it neutral. Uh, and everybody has that loft adjustability to uh, approximately a degree and a half, degree to a degree and a half. So you can really dial in your loft and your face and get the most out of your club. And Ping, beautiful looking club, streamlined shape, great shaft options. Everything about Ping is great. The, for me, I'm not happy typically with the sound of the Ping clubs, uh, the drivers. Their irons are fantastic. But I've just never been a fan of how the ping club, the drivers, have sounded. So for me, it's not something that that I really kind of lean towards when I'm looking at uh, the ping clubs. I typically, I, I typically stay away, just because, just because of the sound that kind of drives me drives me away. 
you know, it's unfortunate, but they do make a good club. And if that's, it's a personal preference. So if it's something that is for you, if you, if, if that sound doesn't bother you at all, or if you don't even notice, then, then great. It's, it's a great club and you're, it's not going to let you down either in terms of its performance. All these high-end drivers are really performing at a, at a great, great level. Now, what about TaylorMade? They've released their M5 and M6 drivers with their twist face technology as well, which came out a year ago or so. And they have this speed injected twist face now. So again, TaylorMade's going for speed as well. They've got Tiger Woods on the bag. He's playing their equipment and they're doing everything they can do except for showing up to the PGA show. Uh, they're doing everything except that. Why they didn't show up? Uh, it's a good question. But they didn't. And I think they're just confident in their performance and their name that they're like, hey, we don't need to, we don't need to show up. And so they, again, they're, so I didn't hit their driver. Haven't hit it. I see it. It looks gorgeous. I used to play TaylorMades exclusively and love them all the time. Every TaylorMade driver I've had has been fantastic. I would imagine the M5, M6 is equally as, uh, if not even better, in terms of its performance. And I've seen them, uh, haven't hit them, and they look beautiful. They are in the $500 range. 549 for the M5 and the M6 is 499. So you could save a couple dollars going with the M6. Just a little less adjustability on the M6 than the M5. But either way, you you can get what you need for your swing and then just just stick with it. But the M5 has more adjustable weights on the bottom of the club. So you can really move that uh, center of gravity more towards the back or towards the front of the club face to really um, dial in your trajectory and your shape as desired. But again, a lot of money, a lot of money, but it's a great looking club. And uh, Cobra, Cobra Golf has uh, the King F9 Speedback, which I did hit. And this club is, uh, it's unique looking. It's got a little different look. Their tagline would be the King of Speed for this year, which, again, everybody's going for speed. They do have the uh, adjustab- adjustability in the weighting on the bottom of the club, so you can swap those weights so you can move the weight more towards the back of the club or more towards the front just to get your ball flight a little bit higher or lower. They have a yellow or a white version of the club. So if, you, if you're not really a color person and you want to just be a little more classic, then go with that white, which looks, it's, you know, white on black is beautiful instead of the yellow on the black. But either way, they both look fantastic. They have that speed back in on the club, which is there for more aerodynamic uh, uh, 
you know, speed through the swing. So it helps with the aerodynamics of the club, get you a little faster swing speed. They have these uh, little raised crowns. They've got a raised skirt on the back. So everything's designed on the club face to give you a little bit, a little bit more speed coming into that ball. And when I hit it at the PGA show, I do have to say it uh, it went very, very well. There was no real track mans to track everything. And every location that you would hit at was kind of different uh, direction into the wind, which was blowing 20 to 30 miles per hour. So it was really difficult to tell how far the ball was really traveling. But I'll tell you, I was hitting from the Cobra when I was hitting the King F9. I was hitting dead into that 30-mile-an-hour wind, and I was hitting a nice, penetrating, piercing uh, ball. And so the milled face, everything about that club just sent that ball right through the wind with very little uh, side-to-side action on that ball. And uh, I really enjoyed it. As different as it looked compared to, let's say, a Titleist or a Callaway, it really performed much better than I had expected. So that was something that I uh, I was quite quite surprised to to experience. And they uh, retail the King F9 at four forty nine. So it's a little bit about fifty dollars under the price tag of let's say the the TaylorMade or or the Titleist. So they are competitively priced. And I like what they're doing. It was a great club. And then finally, just to talk about what Wilson is doing, you saw them on Golf Channel with the driver versus driver and the Cortex, and that's great. And the Cortex is a a great club. It has the adjustability. It looks good. The sound is, uh, again, it's not my favorite sounding driver, but it's it's a solid performing driver, and it retails for $4.99. And also, Wilson really surprised me with their D7 driver. And this is just a driver 